Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. A very good evening and welcome to Hot Business. Thanks so much for being with us. My name is Nzinga Kunda. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be in your company tonight. Inflation, the big story of the day. Why do we watch data about how our prices are moving up and down? What does it mean for us on a day-to-day basis and what does it mean for us as a country? I'll be speaking to Kim Silverman and on our hot topic on that tonight. And then the performance of the retail sector. We know how shocking prices have been. How are consumers responding? What are shops doing? I'll be speaking to Andrew Ellens, a senior business development manager at Trade Intelligence about that. And on Wednesdays, we've got this feature called What the Finance Wednesday, where we speak about uh, interesting things that are happening in the finance space. The CEO of a financial services company, FUFA, uh, Wasim Busesitole, is going to be telling us why they're trying to grow financial education in South Africa at a cost and why people should trust them with their money. I always think it's an interesting thing when someone comes into the financial space because I know a lot of us are quite traditional in how we think about where we want to put our money, who we think it's safe with. We'll also go beyond our borders with someone who's been described as the godfather of branding in South Africa. If you're running a business, I think it's always good listening to someone who's so focused on branding uh, just to get tips about what you could do to maybe get your company uh, into that powerful branding space. We're in the show with a look at what's moving the markets locally and internationally. Thanks so much for being with us. Let's begin. Hot 1027. Joburg's best old school and R&B. That's our hot topic for the day. Stats SA saying that consumer price inflation declined to 5.1% year on year uh, in December. And then they're also saying that CPI on a month-to-month basis was unchanged in December. What does that mean in really simple English? Why do we care about the CPI rate or CPI rate rather? Why do we watch it and what impact could it have on what the Monetary Policy Committee tells us tomorrow about interest rates in South Africa? Joining me on our hot topic on hot business on Hot 1027 this evening, Kim Silberman, economist and macro strategist at Matrix Fund Managers. Kim, thanks for your time on Hot Business this evening. Before we get into the actual data, just tell us the importance of CPI, what it measures and why we watch it. That's a good question. Um, good evening. Yeah, so why do we watch it? Um, well, I think it depends if you're a consumer, producer, retailer, etc. Um, it can help plan your business. So if you can see what kind of prices uh, you're facing, what price increases you're facing, and specifically if you're um, in a if you're negotiating your salary, a wage increase, increase in maintenance. Um, if you're if you're a parent that that uh, has a maintenance agreement. There's all kinds of reasons why we use the CPI as a measure of how much prices are increasing and therefore how much our, our wages, payments that we receive should increase in order to keep up with the fact that prices are increasing. So um, I think it's an exceptionally uh, valuable measure that is kind of a, a keystone for our economy. Yeah, okay. And so talk to me about this 5.1% figure. What does it mean? Inflation is slowing. Maybe we don't necessarily feel like prices are slowing down. Yes. So, I mean, I think when we go to the shops, the stuff that we're buying on a daily basis is not increasing at 5%, which makes us feel as though the, the number is you know, not very relevant to our lives. And I just looked at some of that, that uh, detail just to see 
why I'm feeling when I go to the shops that you know this is not I'm not living in a in a world where my prices are, are increasing at five percent, and that's because the 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 daily essentials um, uh, such as pumpkin went up three three percent year on year, uh, broccoli and cauliflower up twenty percent. A lot of the fruit we eat, bananas up thirty one, eggs up thirty four, cheese sixteen. Rice, 21. Sugar, 25. Baby formula, 20. Potatoes were up 64%. You know, these are things, I think, um, that stick in our minds when we're, when we're shopping. And we don't, we're reminded of those, um, as I said, on a daily basis. Whereas there's other uh, costs that, are, uh, th that we experience increases in annually or, or quarterly. And those are more services. So, your car insurance, for example, car insurance has gone down 3%. Um, uh, rental, for example, while it went up is only at, uh, rentals or prices are growing at, at, three, at also at 3% mm -hmm. as opposed to the insurance, which is minus three. Um, so yeah, so there's, I think there's there's the, uh, quite a, um, a difference between the prices that we face on a daily basis, which is often goods price inflation, which has gone up uh, and, and has been very high. But the good news is that that is coming down. So what we're seeing uh, is a lot of, while those are still sticky and high, a lot of them are moderating. So potato inflation, it went up 64% um, versus last November, but this December it's up 52% versus last year, December, which I think doesn't help us. Mm -hmm. um, we're not, yeah, our wages are not increasing that, that much. But the good news is that these sharp increases are um, are falling quickly. So I think over the next uh, couple of quarters, what we're going to see is food inflation on the whole and the things that we purchase every day rising, those prices rising much more in line with our incomes. All right. Okay. So Kim, when I look at what our statistician general, Rasenga Moluleke said, he said, you know, annual consumer price inflation for last year was 6%. Um, that's 0.9% of a percentage point lower than the corresponding average of 6.9% in 2022. Um, we know that the Reserve Bank is very interested in, you know, our our rates being in a certain band. There's a target band. I think it's 3 to 6%, right? Right, um, yeah. And, and when they worry, when they see inflation, not just within that target band, but going above their midpoint, which is their ideal, and so with a number like this, 5.1%, uh, does it have an impact? I, I know it does have an impact on what's going to be said tomorrow. How closely is it watched and what can we expect tomorrow? I think it's a good reading overall, 5.1%. Um, it's come down. There weren't any nasty, nasty surprises. Um, so it, it should altogether feed into the narrative um, that the Saab has uh, that they are looking to to be at the end of the interest rate uh, cycle and enter into a cutting cycle. And that's in line with what we're seeing globally. You're hearing the same thing from all the central banks uh, as inflation starts to to fall. Uh, what we what I think they're looking for, firstly, when we look at where interest rates could go, maybe um, as you mentioned, the the target rate is four and a half and now at 5.1. I think we should come down to that target over the year. Um, but we need to have around a, 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 um, an interest rate that that uh, is around 2% above inflation. So 
when we think about how much they can cut, if we do get to around that 4.5%, then you want to be at least 2% above that in terms of your repo rate. So 6.5% would be the, the bottom mm-hmm. limit. Um, and I think probably you know, they're going to be more comfortable at around um, 7%. So, so when you look at inflation expectations, um, and the kind of wages that uh, wage agreements that are being set, they are more at around five percent, and and we know that the setter, you know, he's very hawkish and he's very concerned um, that inflation might spike again. Uh, we're looking at quite a lot of global risks, and um, and so I think I would think seven percent would be um, the very bottom of where we we could see interest rate cuts going. I think we'll start cutting once the the Fed has started cutting, and that's because. Quite simply, we have a very bookish central bank that doesn't want to take risks. Um, and the upside of that is that our currency uh, is it, it, our currency benefits from the perception, uh, the global perception that our inflation is quite contained. So um, I'm not going to get into the details, but quite simply, if you have inflation that's out of control, your currency will will, will spiral out of control. Um, and and that's kind of a loop, you know. Yeah, it's a loop that feeds into each other. And the, and the Saab is acting to contain that loop. So you don't have a sell-off in the currency, which leads to inflation, which is, you know. So so really that to anchor the currency with keeping rates quite, quite high. And I think that does benefit South Africans in the long run. Okay, let's see. It doesn't feel like it. I think for those with bonds <laughs> and uh, car payments and credit cards, they're like, okay, this is for our own good. It's when your parents uh, spank you. I don't know if we're allowed to do that now, but in the time, I mean, it always be like, this is for your own good. Our governor seems quite strict on that as well. But then, Kim, how are we acting um, as we are in this environment where there is still a lot of uncertainty? Like you say, it might be a while until there's cuts. What do we do with our money? What are we trying to do with how we spend and how we think about the next year or so? Well, I think it's a, in a sense, it's a really, it's an easy time to make that decision, to make a decision around if you've got, if you've got um, disposable income, use it to pay down debt um, because you're being charged, you know, um, if you're being charged 11% or, or, or 12 or 13%. Um, on on the money that you're borrowing, that it's pretty hard to to beat that kind of return without any risk. So you, you know, if you think about it from that perspective, if you put money into any of the debt that you have, you put it into your home loan. Essentially, then it's like it's as though you're receiving you know thirteen and a half percent return for absolutely no risk. So I, I for me that would be um, where. It, what it would help with in terms of of trying to make a decision about where to put mm-hmm. to put any disposable income that I had. It's a very good time um, for money markets and for for paying down debt. All right, Kim Silverman, thank you so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. Just talking to us about that inflation data that's been released and what it means for us as a country and also our pockets. When we come back, we'll speak about the performance of the retail sector struggling with that high cost of living. Andrea Ellens is going to be just chatting to us about that and maybe how we should be thinking about shopping as well. Do stay with us on Hot Business here on Hot 1027. Hot 1027 Business with Enzinger.